morning and welcome to We Are Live. Chris Denman live in St. Louis at Midcoast Studio Grand Center. Excited to be here. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do and how we do it. Today we've got Chef Liz Schuster stopping by. She's going to have some fun with us. Do some Make It Racist. Fair or foul, you know the drill. But uh, first we'll say hello to Tommy the intern. He's in studio. The great Travis Terrell is in New York. We'll see where he's at. Oh, apartment in Brooklyn. Good morning, Travis. Namaste, my young Midwesterners. Uh, we're Midwesterners now. He said that in a condescending tone. I picked that up. Chris Gardner's the producer. Hello, Chris. Good morning, gentlemen in the loo. And good morning, gentleman. A very gentleman. Because of the cocoa butter that he puts on his skin. Oh, that's it soothe or smooth and gentle. Travis Terrell. Good morning, sir. Namaste. Mm. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It means may the peace be the journey. Me. Peace be the journey. And good morning, walnuts. How are you doing today, Denman? Fine till he does this walnuts thing every day. <sighs> it's troublesome. Out of breath. I just had a cigarette. <laughs> Okay, I like that part. <laughs> yeah. Did you fall over a, uh, the front of a scooter today? No. Okay, good. Uh, I didn't like the brakes on this one either this morning, oh, but no. I was very cautious. Too touchy? Uh, yeah, they had a little squeak to them as well, so I, I didn't necessarily like that too much. Do you need to start bringing a kit with you, like a little, uh, like a little mechanics bag? That's not my job. Okay. I'm, I well, wouldn't be surprised. You're the one who, who ends up with a fractured orbital when you go over the front of it again. But right. I wouldn't be surprised if he started wearing a fanny pack. Yeah, that's a, that's a logical next move. I've actually considered going with fanny pack and ponytail here in recent days. Uh, that's a whole new personality. Mm -hmm. Why do you, Gardner? You never told me what Jess said uh, about you falling over the scooter yesterday. Um, it was I texted her after it happened. And she was just concerned for my well-being. And then I told her later in the day exactly how it happened. And she was mm -hmm. just laughing. But it was a kind of a laugh of like a, oh, my God. Are Bless you, your heart. Are you, are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Right. Kind of, you know, laughing at the ridiculousness of the whole situation. Hmm. Well, what was uh, Chris's reaction when you came into the studio? Because I... Was he concerned, Chris? Did Chris get you a Band-Aid, some rubbing alcohol? I think Chris is, he, he did that face he does sometimes, where it's just a... <laughs> you know that face? Like a... I, I didn't know... Chris, do the you... face. Do the face, Chris. That's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It's like I want to understand, but I also want to... It's processing. Yeah, there is. It's, yeah, there's, a, there's an hourglass, like the old uh, computer's would do whenever your mouse would do change into an hourglass. I don't think so. No. Tommy, you ever seen a mouse turn into an hourglass? Yes. Oh. I get that face more than anybody in the office. Um. What, like, give me an example. Say something you think will elicit that emotion. Hey, look at this lock of Jacqueline Kennedy's hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. we're on. That'll yeah. do it. That's He's it. Got it figured out. That's a real it's, example. It's, it's <laughs> the same face he gives when he hears something out the window while he's working at the desk in the air in the work area and it's i like, want to know what's going on oh i understand I, I just you know i apologize that the brakes are squeaky you're like my dog when he hears a mailman yeah mm -hmm. that's accurate 
comparison. Why can't it be a female man? Ooh, good question. Mm, good point. That's a good question, Gardner. Mm-hmm. Male. Tommy, person. the answer? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just went with what I've always gone with, and maybe that's wrong. So male person. <laughs> I was I was never understood why they still call like if it's a woman and they say alderman. Still, that's one I don't. Megan Green. Sometimes doesn't. I don't. She says alder person. Yeah, or but, alder woman. But I've when, heard I've heard alder person and alder woman. But when you look at how it's written, like according to like AP style and stuff like that, they. I still see in the newspaper and articles. That's why I'm always, I never know what to say because I'm like, well, in journalism, they still say alderman even though it's a woman. Mm. So I don't know what to do. Take it up with president journalism. I just kind of say, then I just go, you know, uh, uh, the, the board of aldermen. So I just kind of mm. try and throw a broad why would you, th- you You would throw a broad? Ah, damn it. Damn. That's, just, that's just violent. Uh, fair or foul kind today? Kind of defeats the point, doesn't it? Never yeah, mind. of respecting her yeah. and then throwing her down violently, yeah. maybe down some steps like a former governor. <clears throat> Fair or foul today, uh, a prank TV show about screwing with people trying to find work. Why? Well, $10 to Southtown Pub is your prize. Gotten so, Maserato. Is that this guy right here? Yes. This fella. Hey, he's the gonna... kid from Stranger Things. Yes. Yes, it is. Boy, he's going to hear that till he's 53 years old. <laughs> <laughs> till he plays a serial killer. Considering what he's probably getting paid, I'll be happy to take that. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's a good trade-off. Good point. So I don't know. I don't know how far along this is, but apparently he's it's pretty far along. Going to be hosting a Netflix show, mm-hmm. Netflix prank show that focuses on pranking people that are unemployed as they're trying to find work and uh boy no other yeah no other time uh that i'd rather be uh screwed with or messed with than uh when i'm down on my luck out busting my ass to find more work you might want to have tom duff along with you here to help these people out after whatever you're going to do to them that you do to them it's just if they doesn't seem yeah, I hope do, I hope that's not the. They, I hope there's more to this premise. I hope yeah. we're. I really do hope there's more than what we're understanding about this show because that would be the most tone deaf series, perhaps in the history of modern television. I really hope we're just not understanding the premise, and maybe there's like an Oprah Ellen vibe to where, <laughs> like, at the end of the prank, they get jobs. Right. Of their, their, they get their dream job or they get, I don't know. I really hope there's more to this than what we're getting. But if this is the case, um, this is this is pretty disgusting. And we've seen a lot of disgusting things on television. Yeah, and it's like... Especially you. We've seen your search history. It, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we've heard about it, too. Uh, it doesn't even like matter, like, you know, because there's the quote-unquote outrage or whatever. Outage. Pushback. Outrage. Twitter map going on against outage, this right now, outage. but the thing is, does does that even really matter? Because we've gotten this far along, so it's like, <laughs> like if no one had said anything, like we're like, oh yeah, let's just let's just keep going with this. This sounds great. So it's like, like we're okay with this in some regards. That that makes you want to somebody listen. somewhere in Netflix or somebody part of this production team uh, must have seen something and said, this is really going to be a show. They're going forward with this. And yeah. I would imagine they maybe have shared it with the higher-ups, and the higher-ups were just like, look, we put X amount of dollars into this. We're going forward with it. And so maybe this is their way of leaking it in hopes of shaming Netflix from getting it off the air. 
but I really hope this isn't true. And I hope they're not yeah. using this kid as a front to allow this show to go forward. I don't understand um, the trying to do a TV show off the misery of others. I, I don't understand that whatsoever. I don't see why that would be entertaining, why that would be funny. I'm trying to understand the punchline here. Um, so I, I really hope we're not, I hope it's more to this that we're getting. Every serial killer series ever. Hmm. Profiting off the misery of others. It's well, a, they don't get the money though. All the serial killers are, they line in their pockets, buddy. Well, they don't get, that's they right. Can't no, they're money. rich as hell. Oh, you get covered on Dateline, you get a check. <laughs> that's not true. Don't you, don't you bring Keith Morrison into this. I like how you got real yeah, serious. You sure did. Yeah. Real serious. If you, once you, if, yeah. you, if you brought up a serial killer to, to TV show, ooh, that's off no, limits. No, hold on. Here. Mm-hmm. Back up, buddy. Watch where you're going here. You Tell really, me. it's, I, I'm trying to understand this. I really am. Like, I've been, I've heard, heard about this story for the last couple of weeks, and I refuse to click on it because I'm almost certain that it's clickbait. I'm almost certain that there's something we're not understanding about this reality TV well, show. No us. way would you. Yeah, there's something missing. There, it just but, doesn't make sense that you would humiliate people when they are looking for work, trying to support themselves and their families and their dreams. I really find I there. I, I can't imagine that someone, and I know there have been some dumbass reality TV shows over the last twenty years. But please, God, tell me there was not a studio, at least one that I thought was as smart as Netflix, that someone was in a room and said. Yeah, let's green like this. I really hope there's more to this show than what we're hearing about. The thing is, though, I, I would think they would have a response by now, don't you? That's the true. Concerning part, that right? would maybe that. Well, actually, concerning and or crazy like a fi- like that could totally mean that there is a redemptive part, and everybody's going to think it's warm and like when or they want to surprise kid, us with it. If you have this kid hosting, yeah. he's like he's like the squishy little love guy. Yeah, like he's a he's a sweet kid, mm-hmm. right? He played one. I should say, I don't know. Maybe he's a mean kid. So is this the way to pull us in immediately knowing our nature? Absolutely. And then, uh, as Chris likes to say. It's attaching a name to the show. As Chris likes to say, okie doke us at the end here. That's how it works. That's how it goes. Chestnut. I'm hoping it's okie doke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with, I'm hoping Chris is correct. I hope it is some checkers chest situation where we're just. I do hate when Travis is right, though, when I'm like. You guys are idiots. Surely no one would do this, that we are not that bad as a human race. And then uh, and then it turns out they're like, yeah. And then they and then they pissed on them after they after they tripped them and called their mother and told her she had herpes. Hey, it's the that's, best show that's ever. That's the end of the show. Yeah. There you go. That'll do but, it. Uh, it's, I ain't going to lie. I may sign up another year for Netflix if that's the show. Oh, boy. But, oh, but, boy. but then here, here's the shame of it all. Like, let's say the okie doke is an effect here, and then it's just going to be, oh, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then no one's going like, to watch. Um, I'm good. No, give me the one where yeah. you're really mean to people. Oh, my God. Did you see the one where the guy freaked out on his way into the McDonald's <laughs> punched the camera guy? Like, that's what you want to see. I mean, really. Maybe I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's a show where, yeah, we're led to believe that they're pranking the unemployed, but what they're actually doing is employing the unemployed. Yeah. Maybe they're helping them find their jobs, their dream jobs, getting them across the finish line. So maybe it's Plinus and making us think it's going to be cruel. It's going to be a prank, but maybe the prank is we're actually helping you get the job. Maybe, and again, maybe I'm being naive about this, and maybe I'm just hoping and wishing they wouldn't use this very adorable kid to expose and humiliate people. So That's maybe a it's a situation it, where they're mm-hmm. going to, it would be, <laughs> but maybe hopefully it's something to the fact where they're like, 
oh, yeah, I've always wanted this job. And then The Rock shows up and he's like, hey, hire this person. I don't know. I hope it's really not them mm -hmm. emulating human beings. The way I read what I read on the description is that uh, the person goes into like their first day and the day gets increasingly weirder and increasingly more challenging. And it's that's the prank. Which okay. means they've already had that's different. Job. But right. it's still like okay. Yeah, what if it what if it makes them? Cool? It's a fine line. Well, and I yeah. imagine there's probably yeah, a consolation prize involved. Isn't there always with those kind right. of prizes? Even if they money. give you your dream job, do you want the like Stranger Things eleven year old giving you said job? He's like looking at your application. He's like, I'll be honest with you, your your college performance wasn't the best. I'm like you're an actor. Mm -hmm. Like why do I care about this? Like that could be also awkward. There's a lot of yeah. I just awkwardness. I, Netflix is Netflix has been pretty smart about their original programming, even the ones that aren't successful as others. So, and I would, I would be very hard pressed. Like they've had a good run on a lot of shows. I would, I would, I wouldn't think someone would say, "Let's blow this all up by embarrassing a large group of people that watch our programming." Like a very a large majority of middle-class Americans, even lower middle-class Americans, uh, subscribers to Netflix. And I would, it would be a shot in the toe if they were to humiliate that much of a base who watches their programming. And I mean, Travis, you, just to show you the popularity of Netflix, some people watch it while they're driving their car even. Mm. I mean, okay. mm -hmm. there's some people that mm -hmm. do that. Let's be that gripping. Well, today I listened to an audio book mm -hmm. uh, by Kelsey Grammer, so... <laughs> You know what's sad in Tommy's head? He thinks he's the smartest person in the room now. Be sure to be sure to hear. I listen to You've listened to Kelsey Grammer on an audio book. Travis, can you think of a better Stephen King guys? Can we think of a better narrator for an audio book that Tommy would listen to on the way here? Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I saw what's he seventy now? He just Shaft just came out and they did mm -hmm. a. Uh, is he seventy really? Is Samuel Jackson seventy? Mm -hmm. No so. way. I believe so. Uh, well, they just did. No, the I gotta look this up. No, no way. Unless uh, whatever. Samuel Jackson seventy. Sunday afternoon programming. Uh, I think you're right, Chris. Hold on, let me pull this bad boy up. Um. Well, he just had Shaft bomb over the weekend, but the fact that he was playing Shaft at seventy years old is just unbelievable yeah so yeah so that was samuel jackson is 70 years old uh-huh he looks amazing well. yeah that's not good. fair very well the more and more i i look at things i mean i'm the the cocks don't age well this mm -hmm. is this is this is bad mm. what, does it age mm. well? this cocks? is after oh okay bill bellamy seeing bill bellamy in here yeah bill bellamy oh, God. sitting a foot away from me and i'm like you look like you went to high school with me, and you're 20 plus years older than me, or 20 years older. Yeah, yeah. He had his hairline, and he had a fresh cut, and I was like, "That son on. of a that, that man ain't aged a day since MTV." And he had energy too. He's got energy. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? Yeah, motivation. They do say. I mean, I know with Samuel L. Jackson, he he speaks about this from time to time in interviews. Um, he was a, a hardcore addict, and Essentially, his life turned around once he stopped drinking, uh, stopped doing drugs. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't just and, alcohol. And, yeah. No, yeah, it was definitely drugs. And he speaks to it and how he almost lost uh, his career, almost lost his wife, his entire family. 
and he's very adamant about like never being around alcohol and that's why he's able to work as much as he does he says it's because he he can't stand the sight of it it just and then it makes sense look at the guy he well it helps hasn't, God, i can't believe he's 70. That's it crazy. helps to replace that with you know work, work a work, lot, of, a lot yeah. of people will do that being talented helps yes yeah. and always getting work and being yeah. able to be a chameleon in every role that you're cast in. you're exactly right he yeah. must have been doing a lot of drugs yeah, she's gonna replace it with. If you go drugs for work, like he he must have been doing a lot of drugs. If you're talking about the amount of work he's got, uh, do we have uh, a poll today that we put up yesterday? I don't know. If we want to check the results on that, or? Uh, yeah, I can pull up the results. Here pull that. Quick. The melee has to do with your favorite Bretts, everybody. Uh, also, mm -hmm. Tom in the comments about the Stranger Things uh, actor, uh, the irony is that all those Stranger Things kids are going to be unemployed quicker than they realize. Not Finn Wolfhard. He's in everything. That kid, Finn <laughs> Wolfhard, is literally, he is. He's in everything, in man. Is he getting all the roles you, you see for yourself? Man, he's in everything. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> jumped on that right everything. away. Are we, are we thinking that's because he's a great actor because his name's Finn Wolfhard? Like, yeah. well, but like, I think he, that has something to do with it. The kid also has like a touring band that's actually good. Like it's What's the uh, band? I don't remember what it's called, but I know. Finn Wolfhard? Finn Wolfhard. That look should be the name of the band. Look up Finn Wolfhard band. That sounds he, like a band name. He's yeah. got one. He tours. He was uh, Swedish indie metal. He's in the yeah. new It movie. Actually, be Finnish indie metal. Finnish, yeah. He was in the It movies, and Bill Hader plays the grown-up version of him. Why wouldn't he I does. be jealous? Uh -huh. <laughs> We're gonna let yeah. Tommy work this out uh, throughout the show today. So, um, <laughs> melee results. The question: Which Brett likes beer more? Which Brett? likes beer more brett hall or brett kavanaugh i liked beer i still like beer mm. all right the results 83 to 17 percent 83 to 17 percent. we went blues correct yeah. brett hall wins the melee did you see that shaking out like that garner are you surprised uh, i thought it'd be a little closer I wouldn't be surprised Brett Hull winning, just uh, recency bias. Um, but I thought it still would have been, you know, maybe in the 60-40 range. Who would you have voted for? I would have voted for Kavanaugh. Okay. I would have voted for Kavanaugh. Yeah. The guy literally said in front of a Senate committee he loved beer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of this country. Has anyone ever gone in front of a Senate committee and uh, said the words, I love beer? Sam Adams in the 1800s. Oh, that's, that's interesting, <laughs> yeah. I liked Tom beer. I still like beer. Ever. Uh, in the comments, uh, Patrick says uh, Wolfhard's band was in the Weezer Take On Me cover video. Yeah, as well. it was. That was. It was. Yeah. Did it infuriate you? It does. <laughs> I look more like Rivers Cuomo than that kid. Oh, no. Anyway. How old is he? He's, yeah, like he's already got 21 acting credits. He's already got 21 acting credits. Before Stranger He does Things. one of the voices on Carmen Sandiego. As as uh, as Tommy pointed out, he's in It, and he'll be in the sequel again. Uh, he's apparently going to be in the Addams Family animated series, and he's in the untitled Ghostbusters project. Trying to think. Of. He's living. He's doing what I like. <laughs> What's? You're right. What's you, going you know, on? You know, Tommy is, Tommy you know is convulsing like? over there. You know, what you sound like. 
You sound like Uncle Trav in, uh, in New York. Travis just hates anyone with an ounce of success more than him. Is that correct, it's Travis? Tommy, he also has been a, a music video director, and Chris, you are correct. What? <laughs> it's not that I, I hate him or I'm jealous of him. No, I, I just want to be him. Uh-huh. I envy. I envy what he's able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a mature a way to put it. Interesting name, though. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, that's such a cool you take a big swing. It's like, you take a big that's, swing. That's a that's a cool he's, either getting, he's either getting jammed into lockers mm. or doing exactly what he's doing. It's like that's a really cool name. If I were like it is. Dutch Moose Soft or something, I don't know. Imagine mm. if I imagine if I came in and I was like, mm. "Hey, I'm Finn Mosslander. Finn, that's just cool." Yeah, I'm going. The kid is only 16 years old. Oh, I don't you know. know how I was doing. I was 16. You know what I was doing when I was 16? Chicks. No. <laughs> Not having sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he probably is all the time. <laughs> I think that's illegal to Oh, assume. there's no doubt. Uh, he looks like a Finn. Yeah. <laughs> I. But a, fin, a Finn. Finn's a dope ass name. So, Maybe Moss Lander and Brown could star in my new Amazon show, Stranger Tomps. <laughs> Chris Sear, everybody. <laughs> when I was 16, I was, in a, I was in a play called Cinderella. I had no speaking lines, and I got kicked out of a number because I couldn't get the dance down. Well, That's what I was doing time. when I was How 16. did you dance in the wheelchair? It was, it was post-wheelchair. Oh, okay, oh. good. Can we, can we see the dance, the choreography? No, I, 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 I don't remember how it di- went, but I know I had to like spin around like a pole, but I couldn't get it right. Like, I couldn't get the timing of the pole spin right. So, I, I Like, were you too fast on the spin or too I, slow? It was a little bit of both. Oh, so you just, you, the, the pole I was just gave bad at spinning. So you, I had to, like, around the pole. Uh-huh. <coughs> why, why are we, we don't uh, have to focus on Danny, this. Danny oh, says could, it's a great though. Ascot All-Star name. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could definitely uh, fit into the Ascot All-Star category. And, and I know we say Finn and think, you know, Finnish. But, I mean, Finn, a very Irish name, too. Mm. Very Irish name. All of those Stranger Things kids have pretty cool names, though. I, I don't think that's a... They really do. That's not a coincidence. I Finn think Casting Wolfhard, directors probably get uh, a little romantic. Matarazzo, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Those are cool names. Like, Wolfhard is a is a more interesting part of that name than Finn, I think. I don't understand how... Wolfhard I've never seen... Winona Ryder. I've never seen a show be carried. Like, I, I've never... I never... I don't know. When was the last time we've seen a show carried by a very young cast? Gossip Girl? Can we... What can we... Gossip Girl, maybe? Even shows really? that are supposed to have young casts don't normally cast them. Like, uh, what was the show with James Franco and Seth Rogen? Freaks and Geeks. I mean, they were in their Freaks 20s. and Geeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, even they were. Say they're in their excuse 20s. me. They were. Excuse me. You mean the show with Jason Segel? Is that what you were trying to say? <sighs> he was there. He's a traitor. Uh, that is the proper response, Travis. But, <laughs> but like even those guys, they weren't like high schoolers when yeah. they were. And Gossip House probably the same way. I can't imagine. And these kids are so yeah. Finn Wolfhard, sixteen. So they started Stranger Things. I think he was like 12, 13. So that's pretty yeah. impressive for kids that age to be carrying a, a phenomenon like Stranger Things. Like the writing's brilliant, of course, but it's the kids. We tune in because the kids are pretty damn awesome. Calpurnia. And that, that says a lot about how well they can. Yeah, Calpurnia is the name of their band. Like, or like Finn's what, band. Winona Ryder was the that pulled everybody in, and then the kids 
kept it going. Yes. Which was cool. Agreed. That and the guy. And then the David Harbour, out of nowhere, yeah. exploded. Of He's awesome. Friend of the show. Is he? He is awesome. Was he is a friend of the show. Oh, he was on. That's mm-hmm. awesome. 2016. That's awesome. I love whatever Tommy hears things that he deems cool that mm-hmm. we did four years ago. And he's like, wait, maybe I don't hate you guys. Yeah. You can hear it in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he, he hits the brakes right before he calls his hat. I mean, nobody has cool. Nobody's been as cool since I started. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I take that back. I take that back. There's been a couple. Bite your tongue about Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. Sinbad was here. Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn was amazing. Yeah, I was anyway. going to say, you keep up this attitude. Uh, there's a certain band that uh, might be playing uh, Fair St. Louis that mm-hmm. uh, might be on the show that maybe you won't be able to come in that day. Oh. <laughs> would, you jump off, would you Fair jump St. off a cliff? <laughs> I would jump off a cliff. Oh, shit. What we talked about yesterday happened, <laughs> oh. and it doesn't. <laughs> what would you say, Travis? <laughs> I thought you. I I thought Arcade Fire was playing Fair St. Louis. Oh my God! I mean, close enough. Flaming Lips great. are, and uh, we're efforting uh, Mr. Mr. Wayne, the lead singer of Flaming Lips, right now. So we'll see. And I think Tommy might explode if uh, Wayne videos mm. in. If mm-hmm. if Arcade mm-hmm. Fire was playing Fair St. Louis, which they they probably wouldn't right it's now. The only option <laughs> um, as far as festivals. Are. Yeah, but. Uh, we, if we had Wynn Butler and Travis, you'd have to video in because mm-hmm. we could probably do an entire hour podcast on basketball with him. I mean, we could we could just break down the NBA. You would love it. You would absolutely love it. Lord knows, I love breaking down the NBA. Oh yeah, I know. That's yeah. all. Why you, you say it like that? What? Oh, I know. I didn't mean it to be dismissive. Oh, okay. I just was like, oh, I know. We'll get to I your know. NBA talk. Is that better? And more. <laughs> uh, we did. Okay. We did get busy yesterday, and uh, I really, really feel like uh, Gardner put in some extra work. The 25th anniversary of the O.J. Simpson White Bronco Chase happened. We got busy. Had a blast on the show. Uh, had Carly and Karen Choi in yesterday. Uh, let's uh, let's let's throw it to Gardner as he's our curator of mm-hmm. video and historical records for all things Orenthal James Simpson. I want to attack this. That's, his, that's what that stands for? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought you researched this, Tommy. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I just know it was OJ. Seems Orenthal. So, number one, we're going to attack this a couple different ways. Tommy wasn't really aware of some of these events and stuff going around at this time. So we gave him homework and, and some time to uh, kind of look it up and learn himself. And he's going to tell us what he learned here in just a little bit. I wanted to start, though, with uh, a little video clip from the documentary, June 17th, 1994, just to kind of give us a little bit of a refresher of what was happening that day. A, a number of sporting events, but obviously the focus was on the White Ford Bronco chase involving A.C. Collins and O.J. Simpson. So this is a, a clip from that. Make, I, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. June 17th, 1994 from 30 for 30. It uh, involves no interviews. It involves no narration. It's roughly an hour long. And it's just take, taking you through that day and the events of that day. So here is... Uh, surreal. Totally surreal. Yeah. Just just to kind of take us back and to remember what was going on then. This is AC. I have OJ in the car. Okay, where are you? Please, I'm coming up the five freeway. Okay. Right now we all we are okay, but you gotta tell the police to just back off. He's still alive 
said he got a gun to his head. Okay, hold on a minute. Monica, he just want to see his mother. Let me get back to the house. Okay, hold on a moment. That's all we have. He got a gun to his head. Okay, and what, what's your name? My name is AC. You know who I am. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Turn to Tom Brokaw for a report on the still developing O.J. Simpson story. And here's Tom at our Manhattan studios. Tom? Bob, we are witnessing tonight a modern tragedy and drama of Shakespearean proportion being played out live on television. And you can probably believe this in our modern popular television culture. People are going to the freeway, parking their cars, and waving at O.J., we're told, as they drive by. Look at all the cars on this next bridge, man. What a surreal that. moment. Yeah. Good God. I don't I don't know why that still resonates with me still to this day. I don't know. It's something about everything that took place with that car chase, everything we knew about OJ, what we were learning about the murders. Mm -hmm. Just everything about that still, 25 years later, feels like it was an entire movie. We were it, it was I, gosh, it's crazy how I can still remember that moment from 25 years ago. And in that documentary, I thought some of the stuff that was more interesting, uh, well, I mean, we, that's stuff we saw that day, the footage we saw there. Mm -hmm. But they show, like, Bob Costas, like, when they're off air and the conversations that are going on between him and the studio, what they're trying to, how they're trying to figure out what to do during all of that. It's just fascinating to see how they handled it, you know, when they're not on television, when they're not right in front of us at that point, to see actually what they were dealing with on their own behind the scenes to try and make whatever was happening work that day. Cause they went to the splits. They went to a damn split screen during the NBA finals to show the basketball game and a chase involving a white Ford Bronco. And then just the, the weird react, like all over the spectrum, the reactions of the people that are just running around and signs made and just, some people are upset. Some people are just flipped a switch. enjoying the t having the time of their life running to this thing. Like, I mean, was that like the original, like, uh, uh, what's the thing where you have to be involved? You want to fear missing out or whatever. The FOMO. 
Like, FOMO. Like, like FOMO might have been born then, too. Just, just the way people reacted to everything that was happening. And I think one thing gets overlooked, because we all remember the chase, but is near the end there, just how close it was to having, just how close OJ was to ending it. In, the, in that car, in the, in the driveway there. Like, I think it was a perfect storm, that. too. Of, I think it was a perfect storm of the evolution of media as well. Mm-hmm. I think we were two years removed from uh, Desert Storm. And as many can remember from Desert Storm, that was the first time we kind of had an up-close look at how modern warfare was playing out. We were yeah. able to see smart bombs hit targets on news television. So CNN, I believe, had just been created three years earlier. So the 24-hour news cycle was just revving up, finding its rhythm. And then you have a story like this that brought in race and social status and sports and murder and celebrity and yeah. L.A. Like, it was a perfect storm. And, and to that point, it was in the heart of the summer. Uh, there were so many other events going on. I believe the World Cup was going on at that time as well. Yep. Like there was just so much happening. And so for that to be the moment, I understood why people got out of their cars on the freeway and had signs. They were truly witnessing something we had never seen in modern media. And you're going to talk about a story that had everything. OJ, I think that's why it still resonates today. OJ mm-hmm. represented everything. Uh, it represented privilege. It represented class. It represented uh athletes and sports and the power of celebrities so it's amazing how that story continues to resonate still to this day yeah that day especially it's also like two months after kurt cobain killed himself too oh wow that's right well that's crazy i was talking to my attorney about this the other day and he brought up you know wait are you in trouble (laughs) no i just are you he Wait came to the local Travis, watering hole. Travis, Travis, he hangs out in a bar every day, and he just mm. ate absolute shit on a scooter <laughs> on his way to his podcast mm. producer job. I think he's drinking again. I think we oh. found it out, and now he's meeting with the attorney. Looks like right. it's going to be mid-Gardner media. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he brought up watching the war on television and that, because we were discussing the pop culture um, aspect of everything. And just our viewing habits and the media habits that started happening around that time. And you're exactly right, Travis. He brought that up in terms of, he's like, we watched a war on effing television. Like, we watched a war. We watched missiles launch. And that's kind of when it started grabbing us. But then it really... Mm -hmm. They cover that in one of my favorite movies, Three Kings. Like, that's Mm -hmm. a big part of it, right? It's like the the Mm -hmm. reporters fighting over who gets the the scoop, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And then it's... And then this happens, and it not only just completely grabs us, but it gives birth, as I've said before, to a number of factors in our current pop culture. And that's it definitely is, gave birth yeah. to the TMZ culture that we currently have yeah. right now. And I and it's 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 like it's a gift and a curse. I don't think we have social media. If it wasn't for the OJ chase or the OJ trial, there are so many things that came out of that that we currently have today that was born from 25 years ago and that moment. And you still see it to this day. I mean, car chases still are the highest rated thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think news programs can show. It's like, good. it's insane they love how that. that we still latch onto that. Yeah, They love that in severe weather. 
Like, yeah. that's when you know the ratings are going to, yes. it's like, all right, mm-hmm. here is we that, go. Is that because we want them, like, deep down, we want to be in a chase someday and get away? Like, you're rooting, like, even if it's a terrible person, there's a small part of you that's like, ah, they're going to get away. They're gonna, it's the mouse getting I away think, from the snake. I think some of it <laughs> is. Even though the snake is doing the right thing. I think some of it is you can't put yourself in that position. Like, it's hard for a lot of people to say how, to think that they would end up in a situation like that. So then it's the curiosity right. of, it's, like, how does a guy end up like this and what happens? Like, it, it's the curiosity of it all, I think. It's the danger Agreed. factor because we lost that from yeah, we don't so have far ago yeah. that whenever we see stuff like this, well, we're like, ooh. It's 25 years removed from, you know, when this all started happening. I put a poll out on Twitter the other day and with OJ now. Having a Twitter account. You mean getting even. <laughs> Trev, how quickly did you I, follow the Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, posted a poll simply asking, did O.J. Simpson, and I tagged him in it, uh, do it. 98% yes, 2% no. Uh, that 2%, I'm assuming, comes from uh, local sportscaster Charlie Tuna I Edwards. I was going to say that. <laughs> Who still <laughs> believes OJ is not guilty somehow? Tuna, I don't understand. Something, something, white people. Something, something, white yeah. people. <laughs> God, he didn't know he was protecting his boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Uh, that, was, so, that was actually pretty good. Uh, what if OJ responded, Gardner? How do you deal with that? Uh, run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's catching you. I don't care if Jeez. he's in his 70s. He's there he's to still get catching even. You. Yeah. yeah. Here's, I, I stay off the golf courses. He'll never find me that <laughs> more, way. More memorable, and I think uh, I didn't think we'd have a better saying. Uh, Conor McGregor, uh, when he was on the rise up before things went weird, uh, he's not here to take part. He's here to take over. Mm-hmm. Or OJ, I'm here to get even. <laughs> which, well, which, which do you want tattooed on your shoulder? Whew. Which means more? Well, I think here the OJ one means more. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that strikes more fear in your opponent's eyes, I think. Yeah. Like that's Man, that means you've... You've stuck the knife through the eye, and he's still moving yeah. forward. That's mm. and anytime mm. McGregor looks like he can kill you, OJ did kill yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you know OJ comes up or something along these lines comes up, it always makes me think of I don't know the 1998 SBs with Norm Macdonald hosting. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Wait. And there's Charles Woodson. How about that? And what a season he had. Great, Andy. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case... (laughs) All bets are out. Just a word of advice. I want to remind people the Disney property, ESPN, the ESPYs. He was never asked back to host after that. I don't and think it, Norm McDonald was asked them. to do anything else for years. After. You know what? I, technically, I think like a few years later, he did get a. I did think he got the Norm McDonald show on ABC for like a season or two. So he did eventually get a, a major show. But yeah, for a few years, I think Norm McDonald was told, hey, man, you may have to lay low for a while. Because that oh, joke, while you nailed it. Yeah. Is it going to be able to work? Oh, for screw, me? screw you! Travis, no, screw those executives! No, no. If you're not, if you're not, you're going to side with the guy who we all have just 
very quietly agreed, like he probably did it. He did it in a civil suit. No, screw those executives. No, you have to. And, and if they if they hide, oh, it's just un, for his own well being. No. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's too. that's what we're saying. Yeah. It's not you know, uh, taking their side. It's hey, we are concerned okay. about Norm. Yeah. All right, yeah, my does, bad. Does yeah. anybody remember when Norm hosted Saturday Night Live and what he said in his monologue? Do you remember no, that? No, no. He was like, "They fired me, but good news." The show hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> I'm not going to be a good host, but it's going to be better than normal because I'm here. Uh, that's great. How about... Uh... But still, I, I wish I, I should have pulled the video. I wanted to mention this real quick because still... And, be, and June, on June 17th, 1994, that documentary, King Griffey Jr. is part of that because he was, he was on pace to break Babe Ruth's home uh, or uh, keeping up with... Uh, um, Roger Maris and uh, Roger Maris. Yeah, on that home run chase. Mm-hmm. I think he hit his 30th home run that day. His 30th home run. The, the quickest, I think, a baseball player yeah. had gotten the 30 home runs at that and point. They would the go on to strike that year. But in that video, when he says that joke. The Montreal they, Expos were going to win it all that the, year. Yeah, they were on fire. They, mm-hmm. uh, they mm-hmm. show Griffey, and he's just in the audience, and he just goes, like he did not laugh. He was like, "Oh my God, you went there!" Oh my God! Um, and now you look at it back. He too, went there. Like, that is one of the best jokes of all time. I, yeah. I that's just the setup is brilliant. It's appropriate because <laughs> it's a sports show. And then, like, yeah, it was right there. Like, I think Norm McDonald knew that every comedian in the world would have tackled him outside of that show had he not done that joke like yeah. that was it was right there it was sitting pretty it was a nice fastball over the meat of the plate if he didn't swing he probably wouldn't be working a day he had to do that joke and he nailed it oh so good uh from the black sheep uh the other two percent of uh people on gardner's twitter poll were those dentists who are still skeptical of trident <laughs> <laughs> all right he's go- he's googling jokes like this is this is, he's reached a funny point where i'm skeptical i don't i don't know black sheep are we do we think black sheep's loading stuff up at this point yeah know. that's pretty funny oh, that's good that's really i think funny. it's his dad i think it's his dad his dad's a funnier one so it's definitely his father who's sending him the jokes you think so it was <laughs> that's how i do mine Nice. It was weird. I was TM two texting you jokes. Like when OJ's joining Twitter, like all the blues Stanley Cup parade stuff is going on. So I I took note of my Twitter trends map or whatever they call it. Outrage map. Trends for you the other day. Outrage map. And uh, look at the Brett Hull, Stanley Cup parade, John Hamm, Robert Thomas, Vince Dunn, Larry Robinson, Sammy Blake. OJ Simpson just oh, pops in there no. out of nowhere at the end. <laughs> and I and I had to take a screenshot of that because I'm like, oh, okay, this all makes sense. And I saw OJ Simpson. I'm like, what the F it, is going on it here? It shows how they personally throttle and cater because OJ had said 47,000 tweets and John Hamm only had 1,200 tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. That, hmm. I don't any, know. Anytime I see somebody trending on Twitter, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, this could be you bad. Don't, you don't Who know. Who said the N-word? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's that's no. generally... That's gen- Chris is right. That's was... generally like, who said the N-word or who died? That's uh, the only reason why you're trending these days in America. Did you die? Did you say the N-word? Tommy pointed out to me, too, that... Uh, now, what's the Broadway show? Oh, oh hello. hello. With John, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Tommy pointed out that John Mulaney had a nice, uh, short little joke in there. Such a good joke. About, about uh, O.J. Simpson and that. He, he, the joke goes... Uh, well, I have it. I have oh, the clip. You, you have the clip? Oh, yeah. cool. Now, 
You said that... John, I got it wrong. I know. It's okay, though. You said that John Mulaney has, like, an infatuation with the OJ No, he, he, yeah, he does. He, he does? talks about it a lot, yeah. Okay. So here's uh, from Oh Hello, uh, John Mulaney. The 1990s! Mad about you! Pesto sauce! OJ Simpson breaks his 45-year no-killing streak! OJ Simpson kills those two people so hard, they stop making the Ford Bronco. Can you imagine doing something so fucked up there's no more Toyota Camry? <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant joke. The Broncos were they were a cool <laughs> vehicle a too, man. That's a brilliant joke. Birch was in the comments saying how much he loved him, man. Birch, Birch, our buddy Birch had a '79 Bronco, and I, I, just, I even though it was the older version, everybody I couldn't, had a I couldn't look at it. That's the, the funny thing. That is true. It's it's amazing. Like everyone had a Bronco. Everyone in the hood, certainly in St. Louis, had a Bronco, and so well, that it, just it shows how cool it was that OJ had it. I mean, seriously, former but, professional athlete, millionaire, yeah. And then I think the funny thing about it, I think people kind of knew in the moment was like, man, I'm sure the Ford people aren't happy right now with this car chase. <laughs> Where was Darren Ravel uh, talking about how much, uh, how much advertising money Ford was making? Oh, per minute. That, see, that nerd. see, that's what we need to do. We need to do a retro Darren Ravel Twitter account where he reviews... He, yeah, retro Ravel. Tommy, yeah, get on it right now. Go to Twitter. Should, should I got to figure out who right Ravel is. He's a guy who no, he's the numbers guy. He's the marketing oh. guy. He's like, well, so and so tweeted about hot dogs, and you could expect to. It's about like them buying a forty thousand dollars worth of Twitter ads since those. Uh, should I like, should I tweet at Ravel and ask him how much money okay. in that time period? How much advertising yes. dollars that he'll was take worth? it serious. He'll be like, "Well, actually, he'll take it very seriously." And it doesn't matter. It'll he, he's just and he comes across. What? How does he come across? Because we all liked him he for like a month. Me. We liked him for Did like he? a month in 2010. He, he was good on Twitter and he was, he was a fun follow. <laughs> and then you were just like, "Wait, this guy is really annoying, right?" Yeah, I think I forgot what it was or what the incident was, but it was something that was very serious. Everyone was, I forgot what the incident, and I hate, I, I don't have I don't the example, either. but it was something that was very serious. And he, he, as Gardner pointed out, he basically took the time to talk about the financials of a situation. And people were like, what, what? We don't, we don't need that information right now. Like yeah. this person's going through it and you're doing the marketing math and sharing that on Twitter. How out of touch are you? So he's a tool. He's an idiot. And it's a reason why he's no longer with ESPN. Oh, he's not? No, he's with a betting, no. I think a betting site or something like betting network now. Hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah, just, yeah, ESPN got to the point where there's like, all right, there's no reason to keep this guy around. And, he's, and then, he comes off very creepy. He's not only just an insensitive guy when it comes to his tweets, but he comes off incredibly creepy. Like, have you seen the way he runs? Yeah, I was going to say, and then you saw how he runs, and you're like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, how do you kinda, run? It's kind of like, that's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. Oh no. boy, that's not. Okay. Oh boy. I'm not Tommy, should you my, show us? I, I'm not putting. Can you show us what your that. arms do? Nope. Do nope. You do. Okay. I'm not telling yes. you guys anything physical I do anymore. Oh, he's uh, drawing a line. Okay. Well, what oh, about, what about when I get you over to the oh. circus and you have to do the trapeze act? Oh, I'll do that. Okay. Today is two years. Today's the. And see, you should have asked me in this interview if I've ever been fired before. Uh, today's the two-year anniversary since I got fired from Slackers. 
For, how do you get What'd fired you from a job called Slackers? I don't know if you know how jobs or internships work, but like, we can get rid of you at any time. Like, so if you're going, this is Missouri, the way it works, like if you say something that we no longer find to be appealing, like you don't have to wait, come wait, in tomorrow. You're working at a place called Slackers. Were you working too hard? Yeah, what was yeah. going That's on? That's the only answer I want to hear from you. <laughs> uh, I I stocked all the albums and wait and this was two years ago too. What did you tell them? You're obsolete. <laughs> like, no. Did you really just put it in the? Why face? were you fired, Tommy? They didn't tell me. They didn't tell you. No, yeah, they, they tell me. Come on. No, they really didn't. Was it that smug attitude of yours? Do you have a feeling Probably. of why? Did they give you a reason? No reason. I think it was some more was, along the lines of what he just said. It was his opinion on the blue album. <laughs> He can't, can't you just see that where Tommy works in a super pretentious environment, says the wrong thing, and they're just like, mm, mm, mm. I guess they got. They got I wouldn't. We didn't it, care what you said about Dinosaur Jr. in your interviews. So. They got, I love Dinosaur Jr. Well, of course you do. <laughs> they got tired of him walking in wearing his grandmother's pantsuit or whatever the hell right. he's wearing. <laughs> they didn't like that I didn't hang out with them. That was part of it. <laughs> and that's the truth. Is that the most egotistical answer you could possibly hear? That you were fired. Someone was fired because you didn't give them enough of your free time. Mm. Slack, uh, slackers was really weird on that. It was. It's. It's not important because I don't want to drag important. the business. Because I'm still friends with a lot of them. But it sounds like well, it. you don't hang out it's with slackers? them. Slackers. Slackers are cool. I didn't hang out with the first managers. Of all, first of all, there is no shame in being fired from a slackers. Let's just go ahead and put I, that out there. It was, it was. It was a hard job though. It was harder than you'd think. I bet it was really annoying. All yeah, the all the to, like, uh, deliveries. Yeah. You had to alphabetize the. The CDs. We get oh. we get music record shops uh, promo mail three times a week here. It drives me insane, and I'm guessing yeah, that's one one thousandth of what they get sent. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Once a month, we'd get a shipment in of just like everything, like movies and CDs and pop figures and action figures and comic books, and it was like a truckload of stuff. Imagine if it was 1996 when all that stuff was still relevant. Mm. When it was just nothing but DVDs <laughs> and VHS. Like my God. Mm. They were now, living fat back then. Now, Tommy, we gave you the assignment of trying oh, to yeah, yeah, educate yeah. yourself. Okay. So on the OJ. On OJ. So okay. Quick question, Travis, for you: Were record or CD store and like types of stores like that? Were those guys? Did they think they were cool whenever albums got up to twenty three dollars a CD? They think they're cool now. Damn. Mm. Now, al- records I, are cool. I, I, specifically, I think, yeah, record Nineties flair. Yeah. I what '90s CD shops? Did they think they were super cool? Oh God! If you worked at a CD shop in a mall, you were Sam Goody man, the toast of the community. Those, those I was like, I, like, hey man, you got that? Hey man, can you give me that new crisscross on the hookup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it would be. Man, those guys were like, and they were snobby about it. Like, you would come yeah. into the place and try to buy it out. Well, you know, it's not as good as a pre. Like, okay. they were the. They were live Twitter. They were the live Twitter music snobs. And Do we remember $23 the CDs? Yeah. yeah. And that's why oh, God, I had to yes. send my friend Marcella into the into the music shop to buy the Mandy Moore CD for me because I didn't want to be judged by them. <sighs> what? So upset that mm. Moore got remarried. I thought that was my second chance at her. Mm. She's too good mm. for you. Smart. I heard her on there. I will say, but yeah. For all of us. Yeah, I think, that's, I, I think that's when... I miss her. But like I, that did create the... But that did give birth to what we now enjoy now as far as streaming because the labels we we, we as fans knew the labels were getting over Complete like we were artist. getting two good two good <laughs> records on yeah. on a 17 track album 
and people were paying, as Chris just pointed out, $23, $24. And people was like, screw that. Yo, Napster, come through. And, and I think maybe it's in the greatest years, thing that's the, ever. The artists will recover because they're getting, they getting their ass beat in streaming money. They do not make any money off that. So, And all no, the record companies own Spotify, yeah. by the way. Uh, what were, were you, you're I about know. to fall it, out of your seat. It, it yeah. Yeah. I just remembered to... something. I forgot something. Oh, no. Do you guys do you guys remember the movie High Fidelity? Yeah. Yeah. That was an assignment yeah. I had to do before I started the job. Because they made me watch High oh. Fidelity. That's that's Shut like up. an independent Okay. See that's now, not a joke. now like I'm trying to think, Travis, what like if we thought no, we were so much cooler than what we were, like what would we assign Tommy? We'd be like, listen, we are the essential podcast. Yeah, what's the podcast what? movie? You gotta watch that. Yeah, I I, I just you need to watch all all four seasons of uh, of Marin on IFC <laughs> to really understand. If you us. want to do We Are Live, you gotta watch Airheads. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't farting on no snare drum, man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's, That's the, the movie we would force people to watch. <laughs> they're like they're like you're a very mediocre but lovable film from the 90s? Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's us. That's us. Yeah, I totally forgot that about does. that until you mentioned it. Hey, Chris, you're going to work a summer job here at UBS Payne Weber. Why don't you go uh, watch Wall Street? <laughs> right. Because that's well, who we are. Yeah. I'm before, not doing that to my hair. Before, Absolutely not. Before Tommy's uh, sales part of his internship, he has to watch Wolf of Wall Street. I, 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 I haven't seen that. Required. I started watching that with my mom. Don't do uh, that. Yeah, hold on. Mm. We got through the first scene, and it, we stopped. I like hanging out with my parents quite a bit, and uh, we all think things are funny and all those things. And Boy, that gets weird still. Even I, at 35, I'm, I don't need to see... He's snorting blow out of a girl's... <laughs> Butthole. We didn't That's know that how it was going to start. <laughs> no we one hadn't knew that was it. how it was going to start. What did you think? It was going to be a church? Like, come it on. It just seems unsanitary. We didn't know it's that rude. was going to be the first scene. Because well, if you ease into it was, with your parents, yeah. it's fine. Oh, Like, wait. if, like if right. it steadily gets worse, you're like, okay, it's fine. But, but like, then you're already watching it. You can't tap out. Yeah, exactly. But if it starts like that, you're done. You're out. It's it's over. Mm -hmm. uh, how about uh, Black Sheep did an internship with uh, the governor's office, and he was made to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, <laughs> the, Again, who's writing this stuff? The CEO uh, was also a fast foodie. Do any of you know what that is? Okay, I'm. Mm -hmm. I if see the problem <laughs> is I've found ways to to take take my emotions and keep them buried and low. <laughs> All I want to do is go put my elbow through this person's face now. So stop telling me uh, these uh, progressively worse <laughs> things about this human. Travis, uh, we, back me up on this. Like, God, da! Yeah, this person's so a piece of shit. And if you can give us his address, it would be he very was, nice. He was so pretentious, oh, oh, but just like about the Whopper. It was great. He had like- Do we love this guy or do we hate him? Off description no, because he's alone. every he's Twitter not a real egg person. on. You know, he's, no, he's a, he's every Twitter egg on social media. That's no, no way. We hate this guy. We wanna we wanna throw him into traffic. Get his address so we can make this happen. Is he the guy that tells you that Sports Night is better than Seinfeld? I don't know. Ooh, ooh. Okay, <laughs> I knew I would now. get Gardner on that. You ain't got to be disrespectful, Chris. That's rude. Yeah. That's hey, rude, Sports Night was one season. <laughs> it was a great. It was a going great after show. Aaron Sorkin vehicles. Come on now. <laughs> that ain't necessary. Come on, man. You ain't got to hey, go hey, Aaron hey, Sorkin. Hey, like hey, that. That hey, hey. Felicity playing. Hoffman was in that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> David yeah. Harbor was in it. Jeez, he oh, wore scarves during in like June. Yeah, watch it. We can go after Wes Anderson next. Take it easy. Come on now. 
Jeez. All right. Let's shake it off. Okay. Right. So, so Tommy, okay. you okay. Uh, you have an introspective on the yeah, OJ I, issue. I, I got to run from down a twenty-one-year-old. I got to run down a line. Not <laughs> quite as pretentious male. I got to run down. Yeah. Here we go. All hey, right. You slacker. So for the next week, we're gonna be like, "Hey, you slacking, hey, Tom? Slacking, Tommy? Yeah. Tommy Pebbles? <laughs> Tommy Pebbles? Tommy Pebbles? That I that I I, 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 I was slacking yesterday. So he he has a real mm. reason to do that. Mm. Yeah. So no description yesterday. I I they're done. One of them's done now. Yeah. There we go. Uh, oh so uh, so on June twelfth of nineteen ninety four, OJ. Uh, yeah. Ten years old that day. <laughs> I was a decade old. That was your birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was also the day uh, uh, N- Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman were murdered. Yeah. Uh, so, mm-hmm. there you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this with the hand. Oh, there yeah. you go. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, and then five days later, an arrest warrant was put out for OJ. Yeah. And he saw that, and he was like, nah, fuck that, right? Uh-huh. And so him and Al Collings jumped into a Bronco, because, uh, you know, it's fun with a friend. You think it was in the CD player, that one? That's a good question now, isn't it? What do you want to say away? Now. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, down with that. that. I want to know what Al Collins like and O.J. Simpson, the soundtrack that they would have had. Did they have a mix, mix CD? Is there any band called Hot Chili Peppers, right? Well, that could be fun. <laughs> so, and, but then, like, okay, so they drive away. What if away. it's Gloria? It would make, what if it's Gloria? <laughs> what if he's blasting Gloria while during the car chase? That's that would make sense. That would change this uh, rally celebration. Tommy, continue. <laughs> so they're driving. So they're driving, and they're just they keep going, and but then like the police get called. Uh-huh. Like I think OJ calls the police on them, and so like the police come and they come in pursuit, and they like flash their lights. You're probably used to that. Uh, and then hmm. cops chasing me. Yeah, uh, or pulling you. Just He's the black one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're driving, and they. <laughs> I've been to St. Charles, have you, Tommy? No. So, <laughs> not have. So, they're driving, and then, like, the police come on them, and then it's. They just keep going the speed limit, I guess. I, I don't <laughs> even know. Does that bother you? It, a little bit. Well, it, it wasn't just, like, the speed limit, because I don't know if it's different in LA, but the speed limit around here is, like, 65 on a highway. Uh-huh. They were going 60, which is, like, five miles under here. So, they were just. Like casual. Yeah, it was like a Sunday drive with my grandparents. Yeah. they just were just just going, uh, and so um, so they drive and they're they're going slow, and uh, OJ apparently has a gun yeah. at some point, and he's like, did they confirm that it was a loaded? Yes, like it was ready to rock. Yes, because I I, I I think it was loaded. It was loaded. So I don't know if it was actually up to his head. I don't know if I believe that part, but uh, so he's got this gun, and then Al Collins is like. Leave, leave us alone. Uh, oh, you were thinking about doing a black voice there. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. I'm trying to think. Travis, of he was. I'm you trying to it. think of what I'm going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Leave us alone." Go on. <laughs> oh God, I wasn't looking, and I looked back at the screen, and ah, I got scared. Sorry, Travis. I didn't mean to have that reaction. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he's like, "Leave us alone, man." And so, like, yeah. they drive, and uh, 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 they they get back to. OJ's house uh-huh. and his like kid runs out and they're like, nah, I stay inside. Uh, and all this happens. Oh, and there were people like watching. So like uh, that was strange to me that like they f- they heard about it and then we're like, all right, let's go because let's all just run. Yeah, out let's there just and all watch. go because we got nothing better to do. 
Uh, and so, who do we blame for, for the passersby? I can't remember. Is this Caucasians? That's this what the, the videos whites? mostly looked like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's All a right. combination. Yeah. I mean, this one is. I mean, it's L.A., so this, it's pretty diverse. Yeah, this one is. But great. it is Brentwood. It's like the Clayton of yeah. L.A. So True. I think I think you just maybe you could tell what parts of town they were going through by, by the crowd they were, that was there. <laughs> yes. At that time, like the the video we showed when that went uh, from that documentary, my one of my favorite parts is like this white couple that is like you know in despair it seems and they turn and run the other way and this old guy's on like a cell phone wearing a tie and everything look like a news guy and they bump him and he just kind of goes ah, ah, and it looked like looks to yell if you notice that in the thing it was just making me laugh <laughs> so all get, white there yeah so they get back to oj's house and then there is a the two hour standoff how long was the chase it's, it's two hours that was also two hours okay so it was like four hours all together it was a two hour standoff eventually they get oj out of the car now, here are my two favorite facts about what I learned. Okay. The first fact is when they got them out of the car, they found $9,000 in Al Cowling's pockets. They got the loaded gun, but then in a duffel bag, there was a fake mustache and goatee with adhesive gel and a passport. <laughs> That's my favorite part. A fake? So just the so mustache just a fake and mustache and goatee. But and that like, was the first part I think we realized OJ was full of shit. Like I think that yeah. was the that was the first sign when we realized you weren't really trying to get back to your to see your mother. You were trying to head for the border, mm. and then the helicopters discovered where you were. And your alternate plan was to okay, well maybe they'll at least let me get back to my house. But that's when I think maybe been the first sign where we thought OJ was full of shit. Yeah. yeah but like what? So this is I I don't I wasn't born, but like everybody knew who OJ was, right? Right? Yeah. Did he really think that would fool anybody? Well, like, here's here's so, what here's what I don't understand. Let's explain to who Tommy. Let's say what you I got I got some for Tommy after. Okay. I might yeah. So I he might has be he has a something. passport, right? Yes. There's the, also that, yeah. The passport has his real name on it, it right? OJ Simpson. And he's it. got the mustache <laughs> goatee to not look like OJ Simpson, but your passport mm. says your name is OJ Simpson. That I don't understand that the like, logic there. Like, if you're going to try and like, either have a fake passport, or you don't need the goatee or anything because it says O.J. Simpson on the passport. Best case scenario is he's walking through the airport and somebody goes, "Is that?" No, he runs through the airport and hops over luggage. I saw it in a Hertz commercial. Yeah, that was oh, in a Hertz but he's like, that, I bet you in O.J.'s okay? head, I bet you he was probably thinking that maybe if I get to the border. I slip this guy about, you know, two, three thousand dollars and he'll just be like, you never saw me. Like, I think the way OJ was thinking, he was he was thinking probably like one of his characters in a movie. He was thinking, oh, I'll just get over to the border. I'll give somebody some money and I'll be on my way. I'm sure he thought this through. Great if he had a fake passport that said Nordberg on it. That's all I really wanted. (laughs) I don't get it. What were you going to say? Naked gun. It's a naked gun reference. You're an idiot. So. (laughs) I'm actually surprised you haven't seen Naked Gun. Those are pretty, uh, mm-hmm. those are pretty good. They're on a list. Yeah. So, oh, who do we compare OJ to now? The connotation of what Wayne Brady is, like, oh, friendly, this, that, cheesy, a little bit. Wayne Brady's a real performer, and, a, and a, all that. So I don't know if that's fair. I'm trying to equate who OJ was in the public eye to what we have now. But we're I, I, not, not like Ryan Seacrest. Not quite that. 
um, wholesome-ish, whatever. It would but... be Derek Jeter. It would probably be Derek Jeter. Yeah, like, but Derek I know Jeter's though, but Derek Jeter ain't in movies. Does it even transfer? Because like yeah, we have true. social media and stuff now. So like celebrities... You can't put on the facade quite yeah, as easy. But, and they're not as big anymore. True. Like you don't the rock. Maybe level. the rock would be the equivalent then. How about that? How about the, the rocks? The rock. Well, that's that, that's I a mean, lot. Well, that's better though. I mean, yeah, that's a, more along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's because the idea, like, yeah, the, the rock is a guy that's beloved, I, I believe, mostly by everyone. And, and, and so it would, I enjoy he's it. kind of the guy that you think, like, that's, I think if we were to say who's Charles the last Barclay? person you would think would commit a, commit a crime like this. Uh, maybe Barkley, maybe Shaq can fall in that category. Another Shaq. very likable personality. Shaq, mm-hmm. yeah, because Barkley People loves Shaq. Danny He's been in movies. Yeah, yeah. Barkley. Yeah, I is, think Shaq could be the, a... probably the guy. Like, if you heard Shaq killed somebody today, you'd be like, what? okay, Shaq's a lot of things, but Shaq's not a murderer. And that was the first thought when we thought about OJ. OJ murder? No, that doesn't make sense. It's well, just we re- and with hindsight being what it is, we did not know all the information. Of someone's life mm-hmm. at that point, right? And the background, right. the we just, know a lot now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We yes. know a lot about people, so I don't yeah. know if it'd be such a surprise. The part where he's a Hall of Fame football player too, when he's, you're literally one of yeah. the best to like, ever do something. Like there are people like in, with OJ in mind. There are athletes now that if, this is going to sound bad, but there's one in particular I think of. Like if you told if someone told me he yeah he just got arrested for murder, I would not be surprised. And there's a couple there, I can some, think of. Yeah. Um, Give me a couple. Oh boy, uh, this is in a completely oh made-up world. Allegedly, Gardner's yes. opinion. Okay, is uh, the only thing that's being represented you here. You told me Richie Incognito murdered someone. I would not be surprised. If you told me Jameis Winston murdered someone, I would not be surprised. I don't know who these people are. Like football players. If that, oh. if that, I woke up and that was the news, I'd be like, yeah. And there, <laughs> there are reasons why for each. And uh, I guess I'll leave it at that, even though I've already just said what no. I said. So there are a lot of very, even in 2019, the era of social media, there are plenty of athletes that are incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. who have a history of doing stupid things that could absolutely, if someone were to say they did that, I would also have the same reaction, Gardner. It would be, that's crazy. But is it? Yeah, I agree. And, and now we, because now we do know a little more as well, like about their histories and everything like that. That's hard to dodge. Now, right. What's the and other thing? One more thing. Okay. This is my last Okay. One. Domino's broke world records that night. They broke all Yes, the they did. I remember that. Yeah. That, mm. was, that was also something I found really interesting because that, that's just a weird side effect. I, I know it was probably because there was People didn't want to leave the house. People yeah, didn't exactly. want to and didn't want to leave and they wanted to eat. And like you just mentioned, it was four hours long. Mm-hmm. So people were like, well, shoot, if we're going to be in the house watching this you know, reality TV show drama, let's order some food. <laughs> Was it also, 30 minutes or less than still? Oh, no. Because the guy's mm-hmm. like, oh, you I made it here so. at 35. It's free. I, I'm sorry. I got behind a white Bronco on the freeway, and I couldn't get anywhere. <laughs> all right? Uh, I, but, like, my other thought was when I was thinking about the NBA finals and stuff happening that night, that was before, like, cell phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, did those mm-hmm. people leave that game and just go, Huh, that happens. Um, like I would uh, imagine like, so. I would imagine most people at the garden maybe maybe word of mouth kinda got around during that time because the finals was taking place perhaps in well, was taking Costas, place in New York. Costas was talking about it. So I mean I'm sure yeah. other have we people talked about heard. the voicemail Costas got? 
Um, Ooh, you I told me know. about this. Yeah, I mean, I know that. You know, you know what? Here's what I'll do. We'll take a break. Get the clip. I'll nice. pull the clip up um, from, uh, and and I posted on my Twitter too yesterday, an oh, interview man. that Bob Ramsey, the late great Brian Burwell, and myself did twenty <clears> or <throat> uh, five years ago yesterday with Charlie Steiner. Wow, that's crazy. And it's just some of the years. weird pop culture stuff even involved with that. Charlie Charlie was the play-by-play voice for the New Jersey Generals while Brian Burwell was working for a New York paper covering the New Jersey Generals who were owned by the current president of the United States. There's even <laughs> tie-ins with pop culture and that with those two guys. Like that's how the interview started off with us what we were talking. I forgot about that. And I'm listening to these things and I'm like like there is there it just this thing never ends with like the tie-ins you can find with even people I know. So it's it it's just fucking weird. That's all. <laughs> so. We'll take a break. Uh, Tech Electronics helps us uh, with our wonderful studio, the streaming equipment, the microphones, all that. Also, if your business has uh, security needs, they can help with that. Tech Electronics, big thanks to them. And big thanks to our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. Gatewaypowdercoat.com is the website. Check it out for more information on the number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. We love working with them. Support them because they support us. It's Chris Denman, Tommy the intern, Chris Gardner. Chris, I also can I get my can I get my can I get my plug in as well? Okay, thank you. Uh, Travis live from Brooklyn, brought to you by Jose Cuervo Especial. When you're trying to mess up that rusty liver of yours, make sure you get it powder coated with Jose Cuervo. That's not how Jose that works. Cuervo Especial. When depression really just isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Needed to be said. We'll take a quick break. We're live from Midco Studios, St. Louis, Missouri. Quick break. We'll be right back. 